Welcome back to Her Story Part 2 Girl Chat with Tori Dixon, DJ, and Dakota. We are so happy to have our special guest back with us again. Listen, we are going to dive right into it. So who's up with the first question? That's me this time. Okay. So I have to ask. When we think about relationships, it's always external. We always think about our interaction with other people, but we never seem to consider our relationship with ourselves as a relationship. And it's usually the one that gets the least amount of our attention. But why is that? I think it's because, um, first of all, we were created to be relational, right? So let's just be clear that the desire we have to actually relate with other people, it's not something that we came up with on our own. It was totally a God thing, right? So it is not good for man to be alone. So I'm going to create for you someone else. But what we forget about that creation story is that there was a period where Adam actually was by himself. And it was in that time when God was able to perceive, oh, He needs somebody that's going to be able to complement all the things that I've placed in him. He's going to need somebody that's going to be able to bring out the best of all the things that I've placed in him. So now let me create with him a help me. So what God was saying was that Adam had come to the end of what he can do in relating to himself. And now I'm going to give you somebody else that's going to help you take this development to the next level. So Adam just wasn't, you know, we, we don't really talk about it much because we forget about that time when he was with himself, Mm -hmm. right. And he was actually with God in the form of a person. We hear God in that scripture in terms of a voice, but the Bible says that he walked through the garden So it was actually a presence there in the cool of the day. He would walk with him and talk with him. But Adam still, even in that, it was still a part of his own self-development and the relationship of growing with himself so that when that other person would be created out of him, there would be a level of compatibility um, that would allow him to continue to further develop into more of who God called him to be. Y'all, wow. Tori came to uh, take us to church Listen, real quick. Let's, let's get a Bible. That's why I only note. mess with Tori Dixon. That's the only reason. Because she's going to take you to the Word. Yes, yeah, we got to yes. go to the Word. Because really, now this is this is for believers, right? If, the, if that's what, if we are believers, then the Bible should absolutely be the fundamental document that we use in order for us to, one, develop self and also what it looks like to relate with other people. So I always allow my mental health space to be like, listen, this is not just about our own physical human thing. It's about let's see what God did. Let's see how he did it first. And then now we have a really good blueprint to go thereafter. Yeah. And that's the key, the blueprint. The blueprint mm-hmm. has already been established, been established in the Old and the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Both of them. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's so good. That's yeah, so good. Both of them. Tori, real quick. what? So we got the blueprint in the Bible, Old and New Testament, y'all. Make sure you read it. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean for us today? Like, oh, how should so we pursue that relationship with ourselves? That's so good. Um, first, let me just say that such an amazing question, but I think we need to remind ourselves that the Bible is not just some um, architect. It's not something that's old. It's an actual living, breathing um vessel that actually grows with us. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about things like um, guarding our hearts, um, when we talk about subjects like um, finding wisdom, right? All of those things are actually characteristics that we should be using in their principles. We should be implementing and finding and knowing who we are, right? Um, God speaks about who we are. He tells us how fearfully and wonderfully made we are, Mm -hmm. how in many instances we are complex, 
right? We are complex human beings. We have a lot of, we are multifaceted. We have a lot going on with us. And the adventure should be that we can put some attention on who we are Mm -hmm. so that we can find out some of those facets. Not so that we can live well with others. Um, my grandmother used to say, you're going to have to live with you forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good right, right? there. Come so on, you, Grandma. Listen, you're going to live with yourself forever. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have a good relationship with you, you're going to go with you from the cradle to the grave. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a good relationship with you, it's certainly going to impact how you relate to others. Yeah. yeah. I think one thing, and I think we might have touched on this, is that we shouldn't seek out a therapist when it's just an emergency or crisis it's just something that we should be doing you know whether it's quarterly whether it's monthly whether it's weekly yeah but not waiting until we are in crisis mode yeah and i feel like you know um uh as i'm as i'm walking through this these 50s right now look 50 (laughs) but uh i just remember my doctor a couple of years ago and really challenged me and said, you know, your levels are off. And mm. when I'm talking about levels, I'm talking about like just your blood work, like you're pre, everything mm. is pre, pre-diabetic, mm. pre-high cholesterol, yeah. pre-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And it was kind of like, you have a choice. You yeah. can either do the work, yeah. lose some weight, or you're going to have to take a lot of medication. And yeah. I feel it's the same thing with therapy. Yeah, I feel like you're going to have to do the work. We've all mm-hmm. had trauma, whether it's in our 20s, 30s. Yeah. Look, t- high school, some of us be like, remember 19 or 2000? Yeah. Um, but we got to do the work. We yeah. should not get into, wait until it's just a crisis mode or say, you know what, I'm going to wait until I'm 30 yeah. or I'm going to wait until next year to deal with this yeah. and so on. What advice would you say to somebody? Well, that's really the way of the world, right? Mm-hmm. You just keep pushing and pushing and pushing until you run out of gas, right? And so because we are really not taught and we're not socialized to be able to say, whenever I have some sort of major transition in my life, and we're all doing major transitions, right? So if it's graduating from high school, if it's graduating mm-hmm. from college, if it's getting married, if it's having a child, all of those things are great things, but they are all transitional periods. Mm-hmm. And I love to say that the word transition is just a cute, socially acceptable word for grief. Mm-hmm. And so because we have so many life cycles that we grieve our way through, and we don't realize that we're experiencing and grief because those are good things right if I'm getting married like oh my god I got the ring he put a ring on it you know what I mean and so we are so excited about this brand new venture not realizing that you're going to have to put to death some of the things that you um, cherished and held so dear Mm. as an unmarried woman and nobody really talks to you about the fact that you can have this very happy thing happening with this marriage Mm. but you can also have this very sad thing happening at the same time because now it's not just my space. It's not just my money. It's not just what I want to do. And I'm going to say this. If you're not willing to sacrifice a lot of those eyes for we's, then marriage is probably not what you want to do because it's going to create a space where you're going to have this extended, compounded grieving period because you are wrestling with where you were and you're trying to hold on to where you're going. And oftentimes those things... <laughs> will clash and collide. They will. I love that you said that. So what do y'all think about that when you hear that? Because y'all, y'all single and cute. 
So what do y'all think about when you hear that? Because you always hear so much of like, I want to get married and this, 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 and my desire to get married. And marriage is cool. Yeah. But it is exactly how she just described it. Yeah. yeah. You're giving up the we. Yes. I mean, you're giving up the I yeah. for the we. Yeah. And sometimes you'd be like, well, I can give up some, but no, yeah. it's a lot of we. Yeah, I think um, I have a very different perspective on marriage before I was 25 versus after. Um, I don't know what happened at 25, but she's a whole different person. But I think um, the older I get, the more particular I realize I am. And I'm like, Lord, if you don't send them soon, I don't know if we're going to be able to. I don't know. My space is my space. But I just feel like I'm taking that all in because it's. It's layers to it, but how do you, how do you kind of juggle that in between space of wanting to be married, but also not losing yourself in that marriage? Or should you just kind of come to? What does that look like? I'm I'm trying to. That's such a great question because I think if I was answering that question from a cultural standpoint as opposed to a biblical standpoint, and again, if we're believers, we're supposed to have a biblical worldview and not a cultural worldview. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes our biblical worldview can be contaminated by what the culture says about that. And so the culture will um, say to you that you should hold on to everything you as Mm. possible just hold on to it don't let it go don't let no man strip nothing from you don't let that woman take anything away from you you Mm. can't and you go into this with all these yous and all of these um firm things and you're like i'm not moving i'm not budging you're gonna have to meet me all the way right Mm. that's what culture says but then we know that if we see marriage from the sense of a biblical space where God actually is transforming his bride and he's changing her and he's making her acceptable and he's making her to where he can come back for her and retrieve her. And there's absolutely no way you can be in the presence of God or be in the presence of such a dynamic covenant and not change. And so if you don't want to change, you probably don't want to be married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's such a good question. And then, you know, whether you desire to be married, whether it's a new job, yeah. new promotion, yep. new city, yep. new anything in your life, like you said, transition. I think it's very important that you can apply just exactly what you said about marriage yep. to, to anything, everything to everything else. that's new. Yep. Yeah. Everything yeah. that's new. I'm going to tell you when I um when I moved to Dallas in 2017, I w- am an East Coast girl like you, Dakota, right? I love it. So I moved to Dallas in 2017, and I remember telling God, man, I don't know anybody. Like, I'm, I knew people from college, and we were still cool, but I, I just don't know anybody. And God was like, well, you know me, and I know everybody, <laughs> right? And so the minute that you submit yourself to saying, Whatever God is going to do in my life, like Elsie stated, if it's a new job, if it's a promotion, if it's getting new friends, I'm going to have to change. I'm going to have to give up my right to stay the same so that I can be everything that God is calling me to be. I can't get a promotion on my job and still be the same. I can't get the house, the car, the mansion, whatever it is in your head and stay the same. I'm going to have to change. And change is going to be something that we all have to do if we ever want to grow. Nothing that grows stays the same. Yeah, that's that's so good. Uh, somebody will um, 
I'll meet different women. I love one thing I love about our church. We have every season represented. Yeah. And so this, I feel like to my, to my ladies who are listening, who are 50 plus. Yeah. Do not be afraid of change. Yes. If you've been rocking the same uh, bob <laughs> since 1970, <laughs> hey girl, add some highlights. Yeah. And then if you don't know where to go, ask somebody. Yeah. Listen, what keeps me young? <laughs> or I have, I'm blessed. I have some girls in my life, but then I also have like a DJ in Dakota, and I have just other young women in my life that I'll surround myself with. Absolutely. Just so. I can stay on my toes, but then yes. also I can pour into them yes. and so on. So yes. I, I think that's so huge and so important because you can get caught in your mm -hmm. ways. Like, remember, okay, like, uh, think about your grandmother mm -hmm. or and their house is still the same. Yes. It's the, the exact. Yes. We're not changing. The, and so this brings me to the point of us reminding ourselves, like, no matter where you are, if you're in your 20s, if you're in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, remind yourself that you're a reservoir and not a container. Right? Mm. So say it again. Say it again. You are a back. reservoir and not a container, which means that things should be flowing through you. Mm -hmm. Reservoirs actually allow um, tertiary waters of bodies to bring them, bring something in. And then they also allow other parts of it to take things out. But when you are set on being a container, you don't receive anything and you rarely give anything either. So everything is stagnant and everything is stale and nothing is moving. And if you want to be a part of whatever God's plan is, he is a moving God. Mm -hmm. He is a God that's on a continuum. He doesn't just sit in one place. His, his motives are the same, but his method are always different right mm -hmm. so either i'm gonna heal you by putting mud in your eye mm -hmm. and spitting your face but please don't do that please. america oh, right please. or 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 <laughs> or i'm going to tell you to pick up your bed and walk because you got to do something mm -hmm. or i'm gonna tell you or or, or you can touch the hem of my garment yeah. so his motive always changes mm -hmm. his methods his motives are always the same excuse me his methods never they change and so you have to be a reservoir I keep it moving question yeah for those of us, and I struggle with it too in transition season sometimes. Yeah. For those of us who get nervous yeah. about change yeah. or change just makes us so uncomfortable, we cannot bear it. Yeah. What advice do you have for us to let go and let God? Well, yeah, that's a good one. But the more practical one, it will probably be um, um, live in a tent and don't build a house. Mm. Yeah. Build, in, build a tent. Be transitional. Allow yourself to be open, right? Because tents are moving spaces. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a Bible girl, so I absolutely love how God put his presence in a tent. He's like, listen, y'all want to build me some stationary building, mm -hmm. but I move around a lot. So make sure you put me in a tent so that where you go, I can go with you. Mm -hmm. And I have always allowed myself to say, my life is a tent. I build it in a tent. Mm -hmm. That's a very secure one. I love it and I like it. Mm -hmm. But if at any given moment, God calls for me to do something else, transition into another space, I'm always like, okay, let's do this because I am ready to move when you move just like that. Yes, I was yes. going to say that too. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, I love listen, that. Listen, I'm, I'm there. I'm we, there with you. We need that. We need that. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, listen, that is a perfect way to end this part two. Listen, Tori, I just want to tell you, thank you so much for how you, you bless so many women, so many men in just the Metroplex, but the nation. Yeah. And look, you. how can we get, look, how can we follow you, get in touch with you? Now, listen, y'all, but it, <laughs> <laughs> I love 
I mean, she posts good content on her social media, even if you can't catch her one on one. Yes. yes. You know. So tell yes. us how we can how we can follow you and keep up with Miss Tori. So on IG, you can find me at Win Tori Talks. That's where you'll find me most on IG. Um, that's usually my handle on Twitter as well. Um, and if you want to send me a note or shoot me some information, if it's something that you really have kind of pressing on your heart, if you're looking for a therapist, I like to help in those spaces too. Send me an email info at gracefuljourneycounseling.com and you can always go to my website gracefuljourney.com and click that content bucket contact button and you'll get right to me all right listen yeah, god bless you friend thank you so thank much again you. for how you love women and thank how you, you love just love what you can do you love what you do you can yeah. tell that and just every time i see you every time i talk to you just your passion for just mental health and yeah. living your best life. Best life, yeah. Comes through. Yeah. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank yes. you. And well, y'all, until next time, I want to give a shout out to my girl chat friends, DJ and Dakota. We will catch you next time on Her Story. <laughs>